Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 225. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road for Andy. 225. It's. It's a lot. Can you believe it? Just, or get, just thinking about it's it. It's getting up there. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. And yeah, go back and listen to some of our classic episodes, like the best of, you know, each year we, we put those out and those are great successes and a lot of views, a lot of listens, the whole deal. Check those out and check out our Tim pod after this as well. Uh, but this is our sports podcast. we got plenty of stuff to get into today. What say? Yeah, go back and listen to an old sports one, like episode. I'm going to pull one up. Uh, episode. Let's get to it. Uh, 176. Baseball is back. 66 days of summer. Oh. That's referencing the 66-day baseball season of last year, which happened. Pretty good, right? Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Check that one out, you know. do Hit like a, you know podcast roulette if you will and uh, see where the the lever turns okay yeah um how about we kick things off with we recently had a story about you know golf and uh shenanigans that ensued bob barker i think he hit some someone hit bob barker on national tv at a tournament um well kind of happening uh, happy gilmore is just it's coming more and more true uh each each year it seems like uh, this time, an idiot runs into the fairway of, I believe, the seventh hole at Torrey Pines, a tournament over uh, in San Diego over last weekend, and uh, drops a ball out of his pocket, hits his iron into the uh, like the woods or whatever it was right there. Like he didn't pl- like try to drive up onto the green or anything, uh, and then hit another one, and then finally runs away and security tackles him. It's like what is going on in, uh, in the world of golf? I blame. All of these like bar stool sports and what's the other one? There's like five of them where it's like, oh, we like sports and we're guys. It's like golf. It's just all bar stool. Yeah. yeah, golf also has that re- like reput- reputation of like, do you know who my dad is? I go to his country club. I do what I want. It's like we well, probably also are a, a, a shitty golf player. So I don't know if this guy was trying to do it for like, hey, check out a. Uh, you know, my podcast, actually, Andy, where were you on Sunday? What were you doing? Uh, it was Father's Day and there was food to be made and there's also basketball going on. But uh, I did catch parts of that uh, did, final round. Just there. making sure it wasn't you. Oh, OK, yeah. No, I was definitely not in San Diego County. OK, I was still in Orange County. OK, well, I, I've got my uh, eye on you, Andy. Uh, either way, yeah, I, I worry for the future of golf. It's it's just getting you need to bring back like VJ Singh or something. He'll, he would not have tolerated he'll this. Solve that, yeah. Well, I feel like uh, some of the golfers today would just totally destroy some people. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what people are doing. You're not gonna like. There's some so there's some huge huge guys golfing. This is true. I would want to. You know, it's an altercation with one of them, so. Well, who knows what's going to happen. Our next golf story, you know, hopefully is a a good golf story, a normal golf story. But well, let's let's at least congratulate the winner here, John Rom, who uh, he he took the lead 
And uh, the leader, the previous leader, had like four holes left. So it was one of those things where, you know, you got to sweat it out. You got to watch yeah. the end there. So that's always interesting. Uh, and yeah, the the previous leader, those uh, Louis Oosthuizen, an, an old favorite, uh, just couldn't get it done. He's from Korea. He's from Korea? I don't think so. <laughs> He's a South African. Oh, the way you said it made it sound like he was like from Oost Holland Tyson. or something. Uh, you know, anyone from South Africa, you know, is not really an, an African native. Uh, I don't know if you know how that works. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't watch a whole lot of it. There was a lot of uh, NBA going on and, uh, you know, had to watch the, the Clipper game. Yeah. Would it surprise you if I told you that Ernie Els supported him in his early career? Is it Ernie Els or Ernie Ellis? Els, just E-L-S. He's the most famous South African this is true. of them all. Yeah. He's kind of got a Quentin Tarantino look to him, doesn't he? <laughs> okay, yeah. A little bit. All right, well, yeah, congrats uh, over to them. And yeah, that's a, uh, they look like it was a tough course, you know, like the Masters, you see like, oh, Milkelson's, you know, 15 under. It's like, what was the winning uh, score? Uh, minus six. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on, Andy. Tell us about some NFL news. They're back in season. Uh, no, oh. not quite yet. So, uh, I mean, there is some little training camp things going on, but yeah, not even, not even there yet. But the, the big news uh, this week, this was just yesterday, the Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib uh, came out as gay, the first active player in any of the big sports to come out while still playing. Whoa. So that was. Uh, pretty big, pretty big news, and uh, the I think the the biggest part of that news is how much it wasn't a big deal. Like it is a big deal, but there there hasn't been any like uh, I think everyone every public person knows not to say anything bad <laughs> yeah. about it, or else they're going to get destroyed. Uh, but I remember when I, when it was uh, Jason Collins uh, who played in the NBA for multiple years. Uh, he came out after he had retired, and I believe it was Tim Hardaway Senior who. Uh, basically said like I would I, there's no way I'd play with a gay guy um and he got just destroyed for it and has uh I think since changed his mind about that uh and of course his son Tim Hardaway Jr is is a current player so anytime people bring that up all the time and uh but I haven't heard anything like that I haven't heard any like uh radio hosts going crazy or anything uh it's just kind of like Oh yeah, that's that's statistically likely that that was going to happen at some point. So uh, there it is. I mean, do cool people even care like that? That's there. No, there are definitely people that care, but like at this point, most people are like, "Oh, cool, that's great," and we can kind of move on. It's like, cool, now have a good season, and you could still play in the league. Yeah, he's he's been a. Uh, I'd say he's better than Jason Collins was as an NBA player. Uh, he's he got a nice deal from the Raiders last year, so he's a he's a real NFL player, not a star, but definitely a, a contributor. Mm-hmm. Although the Raiders' defense is usually awful, but you can't you can't blame him for that. Well, uh, hats off, I guess. Yeah, so it's it's uh, a nice story. We don't get we most uh, sports coverage is uh, kind of negative, especially on. Uh, Especially in basketball. Oh boy, we're gonna we're gonna get to that. Yeah. 
Uh, it's, it's less about celebrating the great talent and more about just shitting on everyone <laughs> at all times. Um, oh, and I punched him in the face. <laughs> so are you ready to move on to basketball? Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about the game seven uh, of Philadelphia? I've got a whole schedule going out, so I'm going to oh. I'm going to talk about certain things first. Uh, first of all, the draft lottery is tonight. Oh, yeah. So that is that is like as we we're recording. So we're, we're it's five o'clock right now. That's going to happen at five thirty. So uh, by when you listen to this, you will know who got the the first pick. We don't know at this point, but that that is happening. It's so always so uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk next week about who's picking where, and you know, I'm rooting for Minnesota to win the the lottery here because they they tried hard at the end of the season. They actually won some games where everyone else just kind of you know they phone it in. How is that guy that so, doesn't jump over there? Uh, is that Towns? Yeah, you know he had an injury plague season. Well, like his he whole also family lost, like, died from COVID. Yeah, so that was rough. I, I'm still a fan. I think he's a super talented player. Just hasn't played on a super talented team yet so i don't remember the last time a t-wolves game was on tv that i saw probably yeah. like wally zerbiak had to have been on the team uh they had that one year with jimmy butler they made the playoffs mm, so that sure probably, yeah i guess that probably was on there but it's like but they're yeah, never on not, tv they're on the tv less than the lakers are on the tv yeah well now that a-rod owns them it's gonna be a big deal yeah i guess that's true he's gonna have a t-wolves only channel yeah all right, we ready for our first negative story? Yeah. Uh, have you seen what's uh, happened with the Dallas Mavericks since they? Yeah, lost? there's uh, some uh, drama for your mama over there. Yeah, so I think it was uh, about a week ago. This story came out in the Athletic saying that, uh, about the problems in the front office and and between the owner Mark Cuban and the coach and all this stuff that Mark Cuban has uh, a like advisor that has a lot of power. He was a former sports gambler. Uh, he has a lot of influence with Mark Cuban. Is this where uh, Tony's uh, been these days? Yeah. I know. I think he was a what successful sports former? Uh I think that guy, I, I, I heard things from him before. He was very much in on the, like, he knew this ref was corrupt and would, like, bet on those games knowing, like, oh, there'll be more fouls in this game because that ref does that. It's like one of those make money that little way. fish that follows the shark. Yeah, and he was so he, that was a while ago. That was like early two thousands when that was going on. Uh, but but anyways, yeah, he works for Mark Cuban. He doesn't work under the Mavericks GM at the time. He doesn't work for Rick Carlisle, their coach. Sounds like Catch Me If You Can yeah. or something. Now yeah, he, yeah, works he had for a lot Tom of influence. Hanks. Yeah, he would do it. A uh, his his words would matter. So, and the other people didn't like him because he wasn't a basketball guy. He was just some guy who figured some system out to gamble. Some fat Italian and, guy. <laughs> yeah so so now how you know this guy doesn't know shit so why is he have, why does he have such influence uh and then mark cuban immediately denied the story saying this is all bullshit and then like a day later the gm donnie nelson son of don nelson a longtime gm gm since early 2000s i think uh he he was fired and then a couple days later the coach rick carlisle handed in his resignation uh, so now the mavericks are left uh, only with the gambler guy. He's he's in charge of it all, it seems like. And people thought, you know, Luka Doncic was potentially going to leave the the ship as well, but he didn't he just sign a Supermax? No, he's he's going to be eligible for it. Oh. Uh, and it's so much money that it seems unlikely he would turn it down. Mm-hmm. 
he can go back but and buy I, all of Croatia if he wants. So it seems like Luca had some problems with Carlisle, but also has a lot of problems with this uh, the gambler guy. That why is this guy telling me where to play and all this stuff? He's not the coach, and uh, it sounds like a rough situation and. It sounds like it's going to be hard for them to hire someone because they're not going to want to listen to that guy. Like if you wanted to hire a veteran coach there, it's like a, like a D'Antoni or something. He's not going to listen to this guy. He's going to want to do what he does because he's had success in the league. So I see this um, being a movie and I already see Christian Bale gaining yeah. like 91 pounds for the role of Mark Cuban. No, of this fat gambler guy. I don't think he's a fat gambler guy. Well, in my story, he is. Okay. Uh, I mean, his name is Herolobos Vulgaris. That's not real. So he, I'm okay. He is Tony. He's he's Greek. <laughs> but he, I mean, he's Bob. That's what no one ever says his first name. He's Bob. <laughs> so uh, yeah, interesting. Been working for the Mavericks since 2018. Hmm. What if Dirk comes in as the coach? Uh, they did. I think they did make Dirk a special advisor to hiring the GM or something. So Dirk has to sign off on whoever they hire. I mean, didn't the Spurs basically, I mean, didn't team Tim Duncan get uh, kind of groomed for that? Uh, yeah, but Duncan stopped doing that. He, he assistant, he was assistant coach for him for a couple of years, but he wasn't this year. So. Oh, I just assumed he was still in that role. I think he had like computer games to catch up on or something. Oh, so did he like grow his hair out too. Yeah. Well, his hair was grown out a little bit. Uh, at the end of his career. I mean, too, not I a lot, but for him, but, yeah. he always had, you know, a number one at most. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, styles change. Yeah, I guess. Well, interesting, yeah. Hopefully uh, they come back uh, bigger and stronger next year. Who knows? Maybe they pick up uh, Dan Tony yeah. as the coach. Well, they had, I mean, the, the big move or Van Gundy, made... not Dan Tony. Oh, there's two Van Gundys out there, too. I know, but the one that just left the Pelicans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the big move they've made since they got Luca was the Porzingis trade, which I did not like when they did it because it's like that guy, you know, he has promise, but he's huge and is already injured. Like what? This this has an opportunity to go very poorly, and uh, I think it has at this point now. And I wonder who was the person pushing for that deal. Uh, so it's like, should Donnie Nelson deserve to be fired because he he made that move and it kind of really set them back that they had maybe they had a different move they could have made they could have waited and got uh maybe they could trade for chris paul this offseason or something if they just had been patient uh, i don't know who would have been the guy to get yeah bradley beal I'm, I'm not sure but porzingis does not look like the number two guy for a championship team to pair with luca so they'll have to figure that out yeah you know they'll get it together we'll see yeah do you want to move on to some other playoff losers sure Who's who's the biggest playoff loser? Uh, Kevin Durant, maybe. Yeah, I mean, obviously their team had some injuries that they suffered, so you can't say it was a complete you know failure. But yeah, 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 it sucks. And and I'm being hyperbolic here with Kevin Durant. Obviously, Kevin Durant is is still probably the best scorer in the NBA, as as we saw in this this series. He put up 48 in the last game. Yeah, I think he had multiple 40-point games in that series. Just at that game five, I think it was, where he had like 46, 15 rebounds and 10 assists. It was incredible. Like, the guy is crazy. But he he didn't take any rest. And in game seven here, which ended up going to overtime, he went 0 for 6 in the OT. And the Nets only scored one basket and lost that game at home. 
Uh, really disappointing. Of course, if Kyrie never got hurt, maybe this is all different. If James Harden never got hurt, maybe they don't lose those two games in Milwaukee in games three and four. Uh, and, and clearly Harden wasn't 100%. He was pretty bad shooting the ball in the games he came back in. Yeah. Uh, but for it was a big, big hyped team, and uh, they they didn't get it done, and they they didn't did it get done at the end. They were they were winning at the end of that game, and Milwaukee was able to come back and tie it. And then uh, the the big shot where Durant Durant hit this crazy turnaround with his foot on the line. So instead of winning the game, it went to OT, and that was that was the difference there. Yeah, but I mean, you can't be upset at this year for them. It, it is, is obviously no one's going to remember you know, when they look back that this year was, you know, 40 days between last season and this one, uh, it just, the injuries are stacking up. I mean, we're seeing it all over the place. Every team, you know, these guys are just beat to shit. And so they're at least healthy and young, uh, well, will be healthy, but they are young. So when they come in next year, assuming not much changes, uh, I think they have a, a, you know, terrific shot uh, looking at the uh, championship. However, other teams like the Lakers with uh, father time on their team, they're not going to be as fortunate. Well, I mean, the, the Nets are not young. Those guys are, they're not old yet. They're not they're, LeBron 37 yeah. next year, right? They're in, they're in their thirties. So they don't have, they don't have like a five year run in them. Oh, certainly not. Uh, but, but they, they definitely have in the next couple of years. Uh, I think that they're all free agents after next year, but, I would imagine they all want to stick together as long as they're they're good. I mean, who knows what Kyrie? What Kyrie might just never play again. Yeah, he could have a breakdown like, actually, tomorrow. Yeah, he's a guy I liked not playing. It was it was cool. And like, I actually draw now. Yeah. So who really knows what the future lies with there? But but Kevin Durant is there. He is still incredible, and he will give you a chance to win. But uh, it didn't happen. So congratulations to Milwaukee who. Everyone was shitting on them this whole series that they got to fire their coach. Everyone sucks. Giannis can't get it done in the playoffs. And then uh, just in the end, they, they they won here. Now they're they're maybe the favorites to win the title. They're they're certainly the favorites to win the next series. So, yeah. Although I think both of us were wrong on that, didn't we? Both say we don't expect Atlanta to even win another game in that series. Yeah. So when we last left it, I think it was two two. And I know I had said Philly's just better. They'll they'll end up winning this. Uh, and at times it seemed like that was right. They went up big in Game Five, and it looked like, yeah, I'm right. See, I'm really smart. Uh, and then Philly ended up blowing a 26 point lead to lose Game Five at home. Just yeah, just absolutely crushing. Complete failure. Um, I don't know. It looked they had like the. Clippers uh, saga going on from last year with them. There's turmoil. Yeah, so I, there. I feel for, I feel for them, their whole franchise, because I've been on the other side of this. So I don't want to like make fun of them like everyone else is doing. So yeah, game five, that's, that's a disaster to lose a lead that big in the playoffs. Uh, and then they, they won in Atlanta game six and it looked like, okay, again, they're just the better team. They have more talent. They just need time. They'll they'll prevail. Uh, so then game seven at home and it was just a struggle. Like it was not a good game. Both teams kind of sucked. I would say they 
Trey Young, I think, started two of 18 shooting or something really, really bad. Uh, just kind of an, an ugly, ugly game. I don't know if anyone deserved to win. It was close all the way through, and uh, Philly didn't get it done. Joel Embiid did not get it done at the end. He didn't become this dominant scorer. Uh, they couldn't just throw it to him and get a basket. And then the the big story that everyone's talking about, Ben Simmons, who he only took three field goals in the fourth quarter. Passed up the entire – the entire series. So seven game series, he took three field goal attempts and made all of them. But yeah, at the end he passed up what looked like the wide, a wide open dunk passed off to a guy who got fouled. Uh, and he said, Oh, I was afraid the guy behind me could have blocked my shot. It's just like, Oh, that's bad. Like he had horrible free throw problems. They had to pull him in a lot of games in the fourth quarter because Atlanta was intentionally fouling him. Uh, and it just, it, it seemed like a mental thing that he, First career, he's not a good free throw shooter, but he's 60%, which is good enough to keep you in games. Like, you don't intentionally foul a 60% free throw shooter. Um, but it just all came undone for him. And there's so many people wanting him to be moved or he needs to be fixed or his, his shot's permanently broken, he should retire. And it's sad because he's such a good player in every other way but shooting the basketball, which seems to be the the thing that you need to do to play basketball. Yeah, it's too bad they don't have like an all-time defense guy. Yeah, he is so good on defense. He's he's six foot ten, but he could stay in front of anyone and just smothering. And then he has such a great feel for the game. He makes great passes, and it's like if he could just shoot at all, like he's a he's a top five guy. And I don't I don't know. He's got to get his shot back. Yeah, I don't think it helps to just constantly attack him and be mean to him and say he's scared and any of that stuff. I don't think that that helps. Uh, so hopefully they figure something out with him. Uh, yeah, then poor Doc Rivers, he's just getting annihilated in the media. So I figured you'd be happy. He left the Clippers. And- you know, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want him to succeed necessarily because he said some shitty things on the way out. But you uh, didn't want him the, to fail. Yeah, I, well, I didn't want to see him fail and then people pile on him and then I mean I don't think it was 100% his fault everything that's happened to the Clippers teams uh, like like there's a lot of like oh the Clippers were never cursed it was really just Doc Rivers and it's like nah I don't think so but I don't think I don't think it was Doc Rivers fault that they lost to Houston seven years ago whenever that was uh, but I do think it was his fault that they lost to the Nuggets but also uh, it was Nikola Jokic's fault that they lost to the Nuggets there's a, there's a lot of different reasons I don't. I don't think it was his fault they lost this series either. I don't know what he really messed up on. I don't think he, he did something wrong. The team just lost, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I, and, and it sucks because this this Philly core. I think it's now been four years that they've been good and made the playoffs, and they haven't get, gotten to the conference finals, which is a metric people love to to shove in your face. I know as a Clippers fan, I had to see it. Over and over and over about the oh, conference anymore. finals. It's like who really cares about the conference finals? Nobody until yeah. people until people tar- start telling you you've never been to the conference finals. That's just a stat that people are grasping, you know, at straws to say something. Yeah. Well, let's call it the Final Four. We already have the Final Four for bat for college basketball. So if we called it the Final Four of the NBA, I think it would mean a little more. Yeah, but but no one remembers like remember that year NCAA, you know, for licensing <laughs> yeah. rights and all that crap. Yeah, Greg Gumble has to announce it or something. Got to wet everyone's works. beak. 
Yeah. Uh, so even though Doc is their coach and he said some shitty things, I'm still rooting for Ben Simmons. I want him to do well. Although the whole Curry family can get fucked. So that was that was nice seeing uh, Seth Curry not succeed. Maybe he could be a producer now on that little putting show he has. Or a contestant, you know. Maybe both. Yeah. Well, do we want to talk about uh, the last round now still, or should we look forward? Uh, we still got to review the Clippers past week because... Yeah, I guess they were still playing. What a what a week. Uh, when yeah, we, when we were... We, oh, my God. You've opening up a can of worms talked, here, Andy. When we last talked, we spent like 45 minutes on injuries and how they're, they're ruining the game. Uh, and at that point, Kawhi Leonard was a healthy man who was playing great basketball. He was happy. His hands uh, were huge. I think like you just sent negative vibes right into his ACL. What I did. And, uh, so yeah, the next morning, woke up to the news that uh, Kawhi has a knee injury and they don't know how bad it is. Uh, he won't play in their game five. Uh, and it's just like at that point, it was already I had already done the whole five stages that they talk about, like I've already reached acceptance that quick. Oh. Like I was not even mad or sad or anything. I was just like, all right, all right. That takes all the pressure off me as a fan. I don't care. Check out happens yeah. happens. Uh, and then, uh, what happened was truly incredible. It was a miracle. Not only did it was they, wonderful. Not, yeah. Not only did they win game five uh, with a great Paul George performance, the guy everyone loves to shit on. Uh, they won game six with their ninth man scoring almost 40 points. And it, what did they shoot? Like 90%? Like it was insane. Yeah. From in the second half, they, I think they made like 14 of 23s or something. Just, just incredible. Everyone pouring it in. Pat Beverly. I love that. I love seeing Pat Beverly make a difference in a game there that he, he deserves it. He's, he's been there. He's the longest tenured clipper at this point. He's, he's always hustling. Yeah. He's a Rottweiler kind of out there. He's an ass. Everyone hates him, but you love him when when he's on your team. So that was nice to see. And, you know, that was, to me, that win, that game five win was like the championship. So game six was like winning back-to-back championships. Oh. So I, I was, I, I opened up a beer. It was 930. Oh. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have a beer by myself. Celebrate. Celebrate. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and then the NBA schedulers, you know, they go and they just, they're not friendly, you know? No. They didn't. They didn't want to let you sit with that victory, and they they were like, "Okay, great, uh, you're playing in 36 hours." That was what they did to the Clippers, and that's the second time they've done that, where they schedule a game after an emotional Friday night game. They're like, "Okay, you'll play the Sunday noon game. That'll be a big deal." Mm-hmm. It's like, stop doing that. Like, I don't care that Mark Jackson wants to do the Sunday afternoon game. I don't care. That's so mean. Yeah, and for the announcers. They all suck. We grew up with Chick Hearn, or at least I did. I don't know how many Laker games you watched. And so these announcers are terrible. Like Van Gundy does his, you know, D-list humor. And the other guy just saying bullshit. I don't know. They're not good. Uh, I liked Mike Breen's performance with that Clippers game. He was he was very excited for Terrence, man. That was That was nice. He did a good job, I think. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Marv Albert's doing the other games. Marv Albert's 92 years old. It's kind of a joke. Um, but yeah, the story is the Clippers won that series in, in four games or in six games. They won four straight. And everyone now thinks Rudy Gobert is the worst player of all time that he actually did intend to give the world COVID. It, it turns out. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, and French. actually hates defense. Yeah, he hates defense. It turns out that he only likes to play defense in the regular season and in the playoffs. He he hates it. That's how it goes. Yeah, interesting. Uh, it's it's just how the NBA is covered. Is if you lose, you're the worst player or person or team or franchise or anything. Uh, just kind of exhausting because you know you're usually on the other side of it. I mean, 30, 30 teams every year on the other side of it. So, see, I go the opposite. If you beat us, I hate you, Devin Booker. Yeah. Ugh. God damn it. Yeah. So the the Clippers had a short turnaround. Had to play game one in Phoenix. Uh, of course, the big story there the same day as the Kawhi news was also the news that Chris Paul had tested positive for COVID. yeah. And so, what was that? I, I still don't know if I understand the full story. He ran up into the stands and hugged his parents, and so now he has COVID. I don't think that's why, just that he got it, even though he's been vaccinated. And that's what they always tell you is, look, it's not 100% effective at preventing you from getting it, but it's almost 100% effective at making sure you don't die. So (laughs) if you have it, then you're still a risk of giving it to people. So he still has to be out, uh, which sucks because this was always the nightmare scenario. I thought of it. Like in football, I was thinking of like my my Philip Rivers there. Like, what if Philip Rivers was in the Super Bowl after playing the NFL for like 18 years, finally gets to the Super Bowl, and then like tested positive, and he'd have to sit out a Super Bowl? Well, this is this is what this is Chris Paul. You know, right I'm surprised that someone up in Utah didn't bring a pizza to Kawhi Leonard's hotel room with COVID all over it. Yeah, but Kawhi can't get COVID. Everyone knows that. I guess that's true. He's okay. Paul George could definitely get COVID. His body were rejected. <laughs> that's yeah. actually spot on, Andy. Yeah. So yeah, how long is Chris it. Paul? What's the protocol? How long does he have to stay out for? I saw today he's I, symptom free. It's been what five days? I think the ten days is still what they say. I mean, at this point, like, I it sucks. Like, just no one wants to see it happen. Although. I don't mind. It seems fair. And with, if it does. With, yeah, with Kawhi being out, it kind of seems fair. Yeah. But it's it's terrible for him, for a guy who's played so many years in the league. And this is only the second time he's gotten this far in the playoffs. He's never gotten to the finals. Uh, for him to, to miss it. And after being so great in the, the second round there, that it's like, this sucks. And you're being too fair to all other teams. You need to tack on a little bit of pride for your own team. Yeah, I don't, I don't want... I don't want to win like that, but also, like... I don't know. I like. I'm still in this weird state of like, all right, nothing matters because it's like, it's like purgatory for you. They can't beat anyone. You knock that off. Man. You bite your tongue. It's like, they can't actually. Did you do see it. how they performed? Every single one of them was Kawhi on Friday. Yeah, it, it's tough though. It's like, okay, maybe maybe they could win this series, but they, all they, they need the to do is series? shut down that little six foot mid range Devin Booker has, and then bam done yeah so that that's the the smart guy take here uh every game one the clippers have played so far the other team's star player has gone off it's and just made ridiculous shots they're learning how to beat them and then yeah then the clippers figured it out and it was very similar uh rondo barely played in the utah series yeah but he played most of the second half and demarcus played uh yeah so my theory 20 fouls in four minutes <laughs> My theory is that Ty Lue plays Rondo specifically in these game ones, and then Rondo learns everything because he's supposed to be like this, one of the smartest guys. Yeah, he uploads the game into his brain. He, yeah, he learns it all by watching it on the floor, and then he goes back to Ty Lue and's like, here's how we win. He's just and a then, fly on the wall in that first game. 
Yeah, he's he, but he yeah he actually hit a three at the end of the yeah. game. Yeah, he, he hit. Crazy. He had like five points immediately uh, with like yeah. a minute left or whatever it was. Yeah, but yeah, the story of that game was that Devin Booker is hitting every little like twelve. Well, footer, also there's those... such little bullshit baby shots. I'm just gonna run over here in front of the free throw line and bam! That him and Chris Paul it pisses me off. Although Devin Booker doesn't look like he's using all of his might like Chris Paul does. Yeah. So the thing is. If you make half of those, that's really good. And he made 97% Devin, yeah. of them. Devin Booker made nearly all Goddamn of them. Goddamn bullshit. That's, that is not going to continue. No. So that is that is the good sign for the Clippers. Of course, the Clippers have to continue to play good offense. And Phoenix has just had a really good defense the entire season. Uh, and then, yeah, the other part of it is they did a lot of dumb doubles at the end on Booker that didn't work mm-hmm. in, in Booker. Who's not well, like Zubac passer. What was that? Yeah, there's, and there was, yeah, there's ones where Zubac like fault fouled him. Like what he was like out of bounds. It's like, I don't know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> that was just, a but loss. I think they, you they thought that. they could maybe, uh, you know, confuse him and maybe force some turnovers. Uh, but he was very capable passing and had double digit assists. And he's just not that player that, that I like Devin Booker, but he is not he is not a top ten type guy. He is he's a good scorer, but he's I don't know, he's like Jerry Stackhouse. He's not Michael Jordan, you know. Oh yeah. I mean no, he, he doesn't Kawhi could be compared to Jordan just because he's six foot seventeen and he's built like the rock. Devin Booker, I mean, you put on a just a shirt that says ASU on him, like, oh, uh, Hey, where's the uh, lunchroom? Yeah, you're, you're really you're really being too mean to these guys. Wow, there are they? You're setting them up. It's playoffs now. Devin Andy. Booker's Devin Booker's gonna go for 900 points. This won't even be out when they're playing. Yeah. Well, they're playing in half hour. I know, and this pod will not be released yet. Yeah, so it'll be over. So we'll know if they had if he had scored. I just, I I, yeah, I hope to see a better matchup. Like I said, my my thought is that they're kind of using game one as a, a feeler. And uh, I mean, we already know Kawhi's gone the whole series. I think Ty even said that in an interview in game one. He's like, we're, we're expecting that he'll be playing without Kawhi the whole time here. Hopefully he can come back next series, or next round. So I think they're just going to have to dive in. George is going to go for a record night here. And uh, maybe we see some more from man. Yeah, we'll see. And I, I don't know. I'm worried that Kawhi is actually it's a full tear and they're just not going to say anything. That it's yeah. like maybe too crushing. And because if he if he tore his ACL, he's out for next year too. If he tore his ACL, I mean any of that, he should go back and punch who which jazz player bumped him when he was running down? Joe Ingles. God damn asshole who's he's 40 years old somehow, but he's like I don't know how old he is, but he looks 40. Weird Australian idiot. Yeah, yeah, he did it. He's gonna get booed the rest of his career. Yeah, that balding is gonna get a lot more aggressive as the stress piles on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you hate the, those are the worst injuries. Like he bumped him, but you saw on his face, like that actually hurt him a lot. And it's like, oh boy, but then he still played. And then the way I first heard it, he was driving to the office early in the morning, the next day. And the news was like, Hey, well, stay tuned. And, uh, this key player is going to be out tonight. And I was like, God damn it. I turned it off and I went to Yahoo sports page and they hadn't even reported it at that time on Yahoo. I was like the news and what the hell they're talking about. Kawhi says he's playing tonight. And then, pfft, couple hours later it was woof yeah 
Well, I mean, yeah, just don't don't expect him back. So do what you can. Yeah. I think it'll still be a good series regardless. So I agree. And then, uh, so two games in the Western Conference Finals will be in the books be- before we get to game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. So uh, the Hawks are going to Milwaukee here. Uh, do you do you think they can keep their magical run going here? You know, that's hard to say. I- I'm surprised they're here, and I think everyone's probably saying the same thing. So I kind of think they just have some momentum on their side. And yeah, I think that's going to be a competitive series. At least I'm, I'm hoping for that. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, there's still so many question marks with Milwaukee. With, I mean, did you see Brook Lopez at the end of that game? I didn't watch he, it. No, he. They had two seconds left on the shot clock, and there was six seconds left in the game, and it was they were up by two or whatever. Yeah, up by two, and he caught it, and then he like didn't know what to do, and then passed it to Holiday. And I was like, "You idiot! How do you not know there's two seconds left in the shot clock?" Now it's like he was thinking about Disneyland. Yeah, I was something. just gonna say I don't want to be that guy, but it's open. And he and his brother are huge fans. And I mean, I guess they could theoretically sneak in maybe the early morning if they play the Clippers next round. But otherwise, if he's like, if we lose, I got a whole week's pass uh, paid for. He's like, he's looking at videos of the Marvel land being open. Yeah, holy shit. Fuck basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Why does this have to be my busy time of year? Yeah, if it was a normal season, we'd already be done with this bullshit. Yep. Why do I? I'm I know this 30s. is weird. They're playing and it's Fourth of July in like a week. Yeah, I don't like it, but it it's it seems fine now because it's still June. But yeah, once the finals hasn't even started yet and it's Fourth of July, it's like that's wrong. Um, although they're not playing a game that day, I saw. Good. Out of uh, observance of baseball, I think like that's baseball's day. Mm-hmm. Seems inappropriate. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll know a a lot more again uh, next week. Uh, Anything else you want to add on the uh, basketball? No, I think we covered it. I look forward to this Clipper game tonight, I'll tell you that. But, okay, I think that'll wrap up uh, episode 225 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road, Let's Go Clippers, Andy. Thank you. See you later.